This is Bet MGM tonight. Join us for live sweats. Oh! Yes. Let's go, Kansas State. That was a big balls three. Three minutes ago. Big balls three. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gutekin sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5-3-40, and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yep. Now, live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvath, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. 64-52. How about those Hornets over the Raptors? We got uh, Trey Taylor winning the Jim Thorpe Award. It's a night full of all kinds of events, Ryan. That's yeah. huge right there. He had three interceptions, a career high this season, and he's, I believe, the first uh, Naval Academy uh, winner. So He's Air Force, though. Or Air Force winner, I'm sorry. You, you yeah, Air Force military winner. Academy. Military, yes, there yes, you go. Yes, yes. I'm all excited for the game tomorrow. I can't wait for that. I'm going to be in downtown Annapolis. It's not the, like the game is there, but, you know, people will be uh, oh, excited. Yeah. You should go and tailgate even if you don't go into the game. It is. I'm telling you, it's bucket list, though, yeah. man. It is. It's one of my favorite events. I wish I could be going, but... uh Christmas party and Christmas photos Poor for the guy. first time in three years. Poor guy. Well, at least on Sunday, you'll be able to watch uh, Cowboys... Eagles, my Cowboys. A game that matters. My Cowboys. For I told you so guys. I tried to get you many... to buy in. You guys made fun of me. You called Dak a choke it's artist. Not... Hey, I saved the receipts, how about it. How about they actually beat a team with a winning record first? We could talk about that because oh, they've coming got this the Eagles weekend. coming up this weekend. Brian Broaddus jumps on with us. 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. Uh, let, what's just the temperature right now down there for this game, the Cowboys, the way Dak is playing right now? It feels like it's probably in a pretty good spot. Yeah, guys, good evening. And it absolutely is. And, you know, it's... Uh... You know, the way that the, the, the offense as a whole, uh, you know, with Mike McCarthy and the, the, the things that have come out of the bye, and they make a really big deal about this with their coaches and the fact that they cross, uh, they cross really paths with the defensive coaches looking at offensive tape, you know, the offensive coaches looking at defensive tape. And we've kind of, you know, since they had that bye, and we're all kind of starting to believe that maybe Dan Quinn and the defensive coaching staff came in there and said, listen, Mike, if you currently run this offense the way it is, you're not going to move the ball at all. And, you know, they do a lot of that, what they, like I say, they call it cross the hall. And ever since then, though, this, this offense has done a really nice job. Dak's played very well. The offensive line uh, finally getting work coming together pretty nicely, though. They got uh, Brandon Cooks involved. Jake Ferguson has been outstanding. So there's a there's a lot of positivity going on right now uh, with this Cowboy offense and the way that they're able to put a lot of points up on the board. What are some of the biggest changes that have been made offensively? Uh, I think really when you look at them and you watch their All-22 and the, the film of their games is that you watch their combinations of how they incorporate with their routes and there's really good marriage between the routes with the receivers and the tight ends. So you will get, say you will have a bunch formation where you get three wide receivers or two wide receivers and a tight end to one side, and then you get two outs and a seam route behind it. And now you've got coverage that's pulled to the two outs, and then the seam route is a one-on-one, an open shot, you know, and Dax did a pretty nice job. Whereas last year, they had problems when Dak was throwing the ball in the middle of the field. They had interceptions. That was a big thing that was going on, but – They've done a much better job of with the, the route combinations. The protection has been a lot better. And then, you know, Dak has done a, uh, a really nice job of being able to find the open guy and knowing that, okay, we've, we've designed this play to take advantage of this safety or take advantage of this corner. 
and uh, they're doing that far more now than they did earlier in the season. Yeah, Brian, since the bye week, the offense has been near perfect, and obviously they step up in class a little bit this week, but the defensive side of the ball, still love the pass rush. Uh, you worry a little bit, I guess, about like the slot corner position, and I like Bland. The interception numbers are obviously really good, but he's been getting picked on uh, the last couple weeks, right. especially last week. And then when you pop on like the All-22, the middle of the field, you know, the linebackers, they're a little bit beat up right now. Sure. Is that your main concern with the defensive side of the ball, just the middle of the field, the linebacker position? It's not the linebackers, guys. It's the safeties. Yeah. You know, but you get in a lot of trouble here in Dallas when you uh, you talk about safety play, and that's something I was really screaming about actually since training camp, you know, and it's like – and then everybody wants to throw, you know, uh, pro football focus grades in my face and all that stuff like that. And, but honestly, you know, they've, they've struggled. You know, Malik Hooker hasn't played as well as he needed to play as a true free safety. Uh, you, know, you know, Curse hasn't really, you know, played up to the standards that we saw from him last year. You know, and then Donovan Wilson, you know, missed all of the training camp basically with a calf injury. And, you know, and, you know, if you look at the 73-yard the touchdown uh, that D.K. Metcalf had last week, you know, it was for, for some unknown reason, they're playing two on the, on, the, on the hash. And all of a sudden, you know, Wilson steps up and for no reason, there was nothing threatening him to take a crosser or anything like that. He just steps up and reacting to the play. And then the ball goes right between him and, and Bland. And so, you know, yeah, it's, it, they've had some problems. And, you know, they've had some problems because what they've asked these safeties to do is they play so much dime. When we talk about dime, that's the six, you know, six defensive backs. These safeties are having to play a lot of linebacker in these games because they don't have the linebackers. You know, they don't have the depth there. That's why you try and go out and you get, you're trying to get Shaq Leonard because, you know, they're in a situation where they just don't have a lot of depth there. So guys like Bell and Wilson and all those guys are having to step up and play these positions, you know, out of positions. It might be getting a little banged up, but they just really haven't been that great in the middle of the field when you talk about the linebacker play. And with Leighton Vanderush being out, you know, that really has hurt them as well. They've just tried to kind of plug as many holes as they can, but it's at times it's, it, it hasn't worked out as well. Yeah, really quick going back to the offense. I should say it's been close to perfect. The only issue has been the run game. You know, Tony Pollard doesn't right. really look like an every down back. I still like him a lot, but I wanted to ask you actually about Tyler Smith because, you know, like he gave up four pressures, I believe, the first six games, and then the last four games he's given up 12 pressures. Is he healthy, and is that a concern, you know, the offensive line? Because they're still ranked top five if you look at the pro football focus grades, like you said. But, yeah. uh, you know, there yeah. has been some issues the last couple of weeks holding up a little no, bit. No, there has been. And, you know, and but the, I'll tell you what, we get Zach Martin on every Thursday here at 105.3 The Fan. And, you know, it, I guess, Zach, I go, what did you guys do to deserve having to deal with all these defensive tackles you guys have been playing? Because it has been a just a, you know, a monster group. It seems like every week they've had to deal with some of the best, you know, defensive tackles, the size, the power, the quickness. I mean, they, they're, it's just been a, and in this division that they play in, you know, with the commanders and, and the giants and the, you know, and the Eagles, it, it doesn't, it just doesn't get easy with this. So yeah, it's been a, it's been some, you know, there's been some problems. The thing about these offensive linemen, you grade them for 65 plays. If they have three bad plays, you know, it's, you feel okay, but if they have five bad plays or six bad plays in the game, now that they've had a bad game. And I think there's been some time where, you no, know, Tyron Smith has been outstanding, and him and Tyler Smith on the on that same side, I, I think that that's, that's been, you know, something that, uh, you know, Cowboy fans should be happy about. But 
for a second year, though, I, I think that if you if you're really kind of nitpicking on Tyler Smith, uh, man, that, that's it's it's kind of few and far between. But you know, like I say, the pro football focus, and those guys will tell you, no, he's had some bad plays. He's had a couple of bad plays, but it's not something that I think that should be alarming to anybody. Talking to Brian Broaddus, BetMGM tonight. Uh, CeeDee Lamb has been on a tear the last mm-hmm. seven weeks, obviously leaving out a couple of blowouts against Washington and, and Carolina. I mean, just getting a ton of targets, getting big-time yards. Uh, it's just looking like a number one receiver. Is it the change that we've seen now from really the first half of the season or so, that Chargers game on, has this just been something as simple as just getting more targets and that's why the production is there? Or does this have to do with a little bit more of maybe the way they're scheming some things, uh, the way the offense looks? or Because it it just feels like there was like they flipped a switch and all of a sudden this guy has been doing what you kind of expected him to do. Scheme's gotten a lot better, guys. Mm -hmm. It really has. I mean, there were things when we were in Oxnard and we were watching practice and we're seeing like we're talking about the bunch formations, we're talking about motion, we're talking about all these things. And we all kind of got really excited about it because we're like thinking, okay, movement is usually a pretty good thing. And they figured out and the, the, the thing that really makes Lamb special is he could play in the slot and he could play on the outside. And the more you move him, the better he is. And so they've done a really nice job of, letting, of not letting him get bracketed during games. People haven't been able to take him away. Now, the San Francisco game, San Francisco came out and played a ton of man coverage. They're really a zone team. And Dallas really didn't handle that very, very well. But, you know, they're, they're, they've kind of figured out, like, okay, let's move CD around. Let's get him on the move. Let's put him inside. Let's put him outside. The combinations have been better. The schemes have been better. You know, the quarterback's been better. So it's kind of a, a combination of all things. And the play caller's even gotten better. So that's, I think, that's, I think CD Lamb has kind of benefited from everything that I just mentioned. Yeah, he had 11 catches for almost 200 yards uh, against the Eagles in Philadelphia last time you guys played. Uh, Who do you think is going to be the main source uh, of offense that the Eagles are going to try to exploit the Cowboys with? Is it going to be the A.J. Brown or is it going to be Devontae Smith? Man, I absolutely love Smith. And I know last week, you know, you saw what size did to Bland. And it got to the point where they had to take Gilmore and put him on. Uh, you know, with Metcalf and all that. And, you know, I, I think this game is going to hinge on a couple of different areas, especially with the Eagles offense is, you know, the fact that they get Dallas Goddard back, they got absolutely no production from their tight ends in the games that he was gone. And I think it affected the Eagles defense, the way it played, or excuse me, the Eagles offense and the way it played. So, you know, you got to keep an eye on, on that uh, going forward, but the, the, you know, with, I think with Brown, you know, you just worry about how he can play, how he plays, you know, the vertical game with him. The slants are really big. You know, anything to do with those in-breaking routes and stuff. And we've mentioned about the Cowboys' safety play. If the Cowboys are bad at safety in this game again, there's going to be some problems. But to me, Smith presents a lot of problems just for the crossing routes, the outs, the routes that he's able to do up the field. It seems like to me when – when Hertz wants to get him the ball, he finds ways to make contested catches. He does a great job on third downs, uh, securing the ball. He makes some really spectacular catches. He's good in the red zone. You know, there's a lot of positivity about him. It, this is going to be something that, the, you know, the Cowboys are going to really have to worry about because I, I think, we, like I said, with, with Goddard being back in the lineup, there's your screen game. There's, your, uh, there's the, you know, the third down packages and stuff that they can do with him. 
But man, it, it is uh, it is going to be a, a difficult task for the Cowboys to have to hold up the whole game in this. But you know that's part of the challenge of the week and every week in the NFL. I don't know about you, Brian, but outside of that Eagles loss to the Niners, they've looked pretty damn good. Are you surprised that the Cowboys, even though they're at home, are three and a half point favorites? Well, Dallas has been really good at home, mm-hmm. and you know they they when they play at home, they you know now maybe it has to do with the competition that they've been playing. I mean, week two, they caught a break with no Aaron Rodgers at the Jets. You know, the Patriots hadn't really gotten bad. You know, we were kind of the start of the Patriots going to be bad. Uh, But, yeah, you know, the Giants, Commanders, Seahawks were – I mean, Seahawks, that was a – that was just a – that was a tough game. I mean, that was just back and forth, back and forth. It it came down to a couple of, you know, really fourth down stops – you know, McCarthy tried to lose the game with a decision at the end, but, you know, he got bailed out there. <laughs> and so, you know, it, it's it's one of those things, but they, they put up a ton of points at home, and they do a good job with the pressure packages that they create on defense, and they turn people over. So, you know, that has to be why I think Vegas is generally, you know, uh, when when they set lines, you, you always get – it always gets your attention. It's like – it's rare that you say, man, Vegas is wrong about this one. I, I do feel like both teams are very evenly matched, though. You know, I mean, I think four is pretty, pretty strong there. But man, I, I, I'll tell you what, Dallas at home has been, you know, been pretty, pretty damn solid. Uh, Brian, I've always been a Dak guy, but what's the biggest difference that you've noticed? You know, is it just play caller change with Kellen Moore moving over to the Chargers? He's got 26 yeah. touchdown passes, just six picks, so he cleaned up the interceptions this season. But yeah. what's the biggest difference that you're seeing when you watch him this season? He's a, you know, Dak has always been a really confident player. And when Dak has problems, it's when the interceptions, when he doesn't see defenders, you can, you can deal with the interceptions that, you know, where it's a, a tip ball or he's trying to fit one in there. And they've made a lot of throws in the middle of the field where he had some problems. He's a much more confident guy throwing the ball there. He trusts the guys are going to finish routes. That was a problem last year for him with, with Lamb, you know, and, and a little, you know, with Schultz first. And they had some problems, but they just didn't finish routes. You know, they threw the ball to Noah Brown. It gets, it gets knocked in the air in the Jacksonville game. You know, that's a, that's a loss. You know, and he's just not turning the ball over. And, you know, what? he's actually using his legs a little bit more in these games, mm-hmm. you know, you're starting to see where, okay, pocket breaks down. It's like, okay, and you're – I'm in the press box and I'm yelling – well, I'm not yelling, but I'm in my mind. I'm yelling, run, 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 you know, because <laughs> yeah. there's that area, you know, that he you know, he can, you know, take advantage, get eight, nine, ten yards, get down, and you get a first down and keep going. So I think he's using his legs a lot more. I think he's confident with some of the throws. And his receivers have been far more confident catching the football for him. He hasn't had the balls that have been knocked up in the air that turned into interceptions last year. All right, Brian, got about 45 seconds or so here. How do you think this game ends? Well, I picked Dallas to win it 30-27. Uh, to 27. I'm not trying to be a homer. I've only been wrong one time picking games for the Cowboys this year, and it was the game that they played in Arizona. I never saw that one coming, but I should have watched an Arizona you play. You kind of did, the- Brian. You kind of did. Well, I, I, you know what? I didn't have the balls to do it, to be <laughs> honest with you. So, you know, I should have said something, and I – I was trying to kind of hedge it, and I just yeah. didn't want to. I just didn't do it. But anyway, yeah, I've got Dallas. I, I just think that it, this could be very well the Seattle game. This could yeah. go yeah. back and forth, back and forth. Yep. But, you know, who we know. You here, know, here we go. Brian Broaddus, 105.3 Thanks, The man. Fan. Love talking to you. Thanks, Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. It's Bad MGM tonight. 
It's time for a short commercial break. Don't go anywhere, though, because we'll be right back with even more BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM, live from BetQL.